Welcome to episode 31 of Re-Educating Dad, the weekly 30-minute talk show which looks at the interesting and important issues of our time from an intergenerational perspective. And we have three generations again represented on the show today. My name is Tony Co, Big Tone, the daddy, and as ever, I'm joined by my co-host and daughter, Tony Cobrooker, a.k.a. Little Tone. What's going on with you, Little Tone? Nothing much. I, I'm a bit, uh, I'm not sure about you calling yourself the daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Why, what's wrong with that? that? That's what I am. A bit weird. Just call me daddy. <laughs> Remember, I'm still your daddy. Oh, my daddy. But you should show me suitable <laughs> deference at all times. I don't know what deference means. Of course you do. No, I don't. Respect. Oh, come on. I would give you respect. (laughs) Respect with a slight bended knee. Right. (laughs) This week, we are delighted to welcome back to the show my oldest grandson, Ben. Ben Short. What's up, Ben? Woo! (laughs) I'm doing good, thanks. I'm I'm looking forward to, to seeing what you guys have to say. Because I'm, yeah, I generally have no idea what what your viewpoints are. Okay, well, we better tell the audience then what we're going to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> so the issue that we have decided to discuss today is: should cannabis be legalised? So that is the question, and I'm going to. I have absolutely no idea what either of you are going to say. I have little idea what I'm going to say myself. Um, but I'm going to come to you first on the question, Ben. What do you think? Um, so this is a topic that I've, I've never, uh, researched before until doing this podcast. So I, I had no idea what I would find or what I, what my viewpoints were until, until the research. And the first thing I was struck by was, um, just how little research there actually like concrete evidence uh, there is on this topic. Um, at least, at least from what I could find for like the, the uh, DEA have in America have prevented, they've made it a schedule one drug, which yeah. means that basically it's extremely hard to, for scientists to do research on it because you need a special um, license. Uh, and then uh, the, the NHS, um, for whatever reason, just haven't seemed to be interested in researching it until very recently. Um, and the research that I have found has been very, um, um contradictory um could i just bring uh, it could could i just come back to real basics here yeah uh is is uh marijuana cannabis something that you have encountered among your friends among your people at school um i have i have never encountered it um but i i am i do know people that have and i know it is a very um, I know it's a, a prevalent um, thing in in my age and in my my especially my year group. Um, I know it's def- definitely something that um, is quite is quite common. Um, but yeah, as I said, I've never actually never actually experienced um, it all. All yeah. So it's never been there's ne- it's never been something that you've you've known of people in your school. Uh, using it i i i've known of people using it 
uh, I haven't seen it or been there when when they've used it. Is is basically the gist. Right. Um, All right. Yeah. So so what about you? Obviously, that's very interesting to me actually for reasons that I'm going to tell you about in a minute because my of my own experience. What about you, Tony? Little Tony. Well, I'm the other end of the spectrum. Uh, I barely know anyone who doesn't use it, and I'm not just talking about young people. I'm talking about my friends' parents. I'm talking about uh, people that are in their 70s. Um, uh, I know a lot of people that manage pain uh, um, and use it, and lots of people that use it to manage um, emotional health issues like anxiety. Um, and I think I, well, I am in favor of legalizing cannabis. And I've okay. smoked a lot of it myself as well. Okay. Just to, do, to, to explain that, we won't be sending uh, this video to the police then. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, okay. So Ben, so we've heard Tony's position quite clear. Mm. It should be legalised. What's your position? Just, or do you have one yet? Um, my position on it is that I don't think it should be legalised until we we know more more about it. Uh, is is my thought because. Um, there's evidence on both sides to, project, to suggest things like it ha having significant effect on your lungs, uh, but there's also um, research that says that it doesn't affect your lungs. There's research to affect it to suggest it affects long-term memory loss, and there's some that it doesn't. Well, it doesn't have to be smoked. Yes. Yeah. I, I, so, um, so you are are you aware that it is legal in certain parts of the world? Yes. I am. Yes. Uh, okay. I, it's recently in Canada, right? Uh, select states in the US, I think, and obviously Holland. Okay. Um, Let me ask Little Tone this. Uh, the question that I asked to Ben, did you experience in school? Yes. So, so were there people in your school um, that, were, that, that were going out behind the bicycle shed and smoking it, that sort of thing? Yes. I'm obviously not friends with cool enough people. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, you it, don't it, have to be cool to smoke weed. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a cool thing. Um, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, I, was, um, I first encountered it when I was 14 um, and probably tried it for the first time when I was about 13 or 14. Um, I also have friends whose parents were smoking it when I was that age as well. Um, and there are obviously loads of pros and cons to it, but from my personal experience, it is, it's only 10% addictive to users. Um, and actually some of the drugs that you can very easily get prescribed from the doctors are way more addictive, like opioids and, you know, I don't stuff like think, tramadol and cocomol. Sorry to interrupt you, but I don't actually think cannabis is, is addictive. It's addictive in 10% of its users. Oh, is it? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I don't personally, um, so just to be very clear, I don't like tobacco. So I'm coming at it from the point of view that you, you would either be smoking it as marijuana itself, you know, not been laced or anything, you know, anything that, that could tamper mm. with it and make it more dangerous. I'm talking about smoking it as pure cannabis, no tobacco. Um, I'm not in favor of tobacco. I think tobacco is awful for your health. Um, 
very addictive. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I think they should make tobacco illegal, not cannabis. <laughs> right. So, so, And do you think that what Ben is telling us, is this reflective of something to do with Ben or is this um, you know, a particular choice that he's made or, or is it is it reflective of a change over the generations is it, it because you know is that what do you think tony before i ask um i think that cannabis ben. is perfectly safe and i think that the problem you know when when the government is saying that there's not enough proof that it's good or bad or you know what what ben's just said i think that that is a choice by the government um in the same way that they choose not to research women's health issues like endometriosis that's interesting it's not quite what i asked it's not quite what i was asking you well, maybe i wasn't clear enough what i'm saying is do you think that ben is has not experienced it anything like you did in school or i did because i'm going to come on to that in a minute um do you think that's because he's in a different generation um no i think it's probably more that it's because it's a conscious choice of his because he doesn't Ben, because I think you don't engage in stuff like drinking and you don't engage in smoking. You, you aren't um, subject to groups of people that are necessarily users. Um, yeah, no. I don't think it's a generational thing. I think it's um, down to your, your personal choice. Um, I'm sure saying. that there are lots of people in your year that are using it. That's what you yeah. think, Ben? Is that I, what you're I asking? Haven't, yeah. I haven't experienced it, but I've got no doubt that I think it is is more prevalent and the culture around it is um, even more so probably since uh, from when you were uh, in school. It's just, I, yeah, I, yeah. as you said, I choose not to involve myself in it. Okay. That, well, that's, um, I think that's if anything, interesting. Sorry, just to respond. If anything, I think it's probably more prevalent. Like Ben was just saying, I think that these days kids are doing things younger and younger. And I think mm. probably it, for your generation, people are starting to smoke marijuana a lot younger. Yeah. Let me yeah. say something. When I was in school. Let's say some, something about my childhood experience. I was in, I, so I went to, a, as you both know, I went to a boarding school in Dorset. Um, so that would have been back in the early 1970s. And I had no experience at all of it until I got there. And when I got there, uh, first of all, for me, it was a huge life change to be sent away into the countryside to a boarding school when I'd always been at day school. So I would have been about 13, 14 then. Um, and so I was already dealing with a lot of you know, new stuff. Uh, one of the biggest things that one of the biggest things that I had to come to terms with when I got to this boarding school, apart from it being quite a tough regime generally, um, was uh, the, the violence, the violent people, mm. quite violent people. Um, and, uh, you know, I, then I got to hear that there was all these, this sort of talk of smoking dope, um, smoking weed, and uh, I didn't really think much about it because I, I wasn't interested in that myself, mm. rather like you, Ben. Um, but the, what, there was one thing that really, really struck me, which was a really, really good thing about marijuana, not from taking it, but 
you'll understand when I say this, what I found was that the worst people, the worst elements in school, people that I was really terrified of because they were so violent, they became like lambs. <laughs> they became so, no, I can't say they became nice because that wouldn't be accurate. They just walked around in a permanent state of zombieism. Mm. Uh, but it was fantastic because it, it, it took them out you know, it took them away from being a threat to, to people. I loved it when they went off down the bushes, down to the lake, uh, to, to get themselves, um, you know, high. I, I loved it because, the, it, you know, you'd see, I could see them when they came back. Their eyes had gone like pinholes, and I knew, oh, that's great. They, <laughs> <laughs> pinholes. They've, they've turned. <laughs> That lots, quite, I oh know that lots is exaggerating, but quite a few people in my school were, were expelled, mm. um, removed, from, you know, removed um, from the school straight away uh, because they, uh, they had broken, but it was a very important rule not to bring drugs into the school. Um, but uh, that, so uh, the thing that, that, that experience made me think quite a lot about can a substance like this really do you much good if it can change your, if it can be so mind altering? Um, so, so from that point of view, and I have never touched marijuana or cannabis. I've never touched it in my, I've never touched any recreational drug ever, but I don't say that. Oh, we know. Go on. We know, we know what to get you for Christmas then. <laughs> <laughs> I'd prefer a nice bottle of wine. Um, so that's a more addi addictive yes. drug than marijuana. Well, it, it, prob <laughs> yeah. it probably is. Now, I'm not saying that because of this experience, I'm not saying that I am, uh, a, I am a prohibitionist. I'm not saying I'm on the side of those who want to uh, ban it and uh, that want it to remain illegal. I am very persuaded by the therapeutic argument. Mm very persuaded that's, that's definitely the top argument for me the top the yeah. absolute top argument is the effect that it has the medicinal effect it has on people that have chronic pain you know yeah. or people that have chronic tremors um stuttering uh, multiple sclerosis but, or people like that yes. um, for medicinal, medicinal sorry uh it, it's one of the most amazing things that they can take and far better than taking uh, heavy drugs like chemotherapy. Well, I mean, obviously chemotherapy yeah. is to is to kill the tumor, but I mean, in terms of like man pain management, uh, you know, you can look at pharmaceuticals, and with pharmaceuticals, it's always a process of elimination to find out what drug works for you. But every single drug has side effects. So, you yeah. know, in the course of my autoimmune disease, I've tried loads and loads of different drugs with varying. Um, serious side effects including stuff like steroids and and i actually think well <laughs> weed is much much safer you know it's a natural yeah. plant it's it's proven to help with pain it is mind altering but obviously um if you use small amounts of it um then it can be really really beneficial um so for me the medicinal side of it is so is really really important and then the next point for me that is 
which I think is one of the main reasons why we should legalize it is because of the dismantling of the black market. Because I think, you know, you have lower crime rates in places like Amsterdam because that drug is not illegal, you know, and there's, there's less of a, yeah, a less of a gang market for it um, and dropping quality. And, you know, it, it, you know, if something's taboo, people want, want it. <laughs> and also, it's kind of like, also, it's a bit like um, the arguments um, about abortion, isn't it? That, you know, it, when things have to be done illegally, you get, um, yeah. they, they're unsafe. So, I mean, so, you know. People are still going to go and get abortions. They're just not going to get safe yeah, ones. Exa- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Another right. thing. Another thing that um, the legalization would do is um, uh, one, increase money uh, that the government can spend on uh, infrastructure from taxes, but also job job opportunities. Because yeah. once it becomes legalized, then obviously like shops and, and things can open and that creates a whole yeah, it's an economy, new load it? of jobs. Yeah, a- abs- Absolutely it does. Um, it, I think it's been a booming business in California. Mm. Um, yeah, really and Colorado, I think, is another place where it's legalized. Um, yeah. yeah, you get uh, you get shops bringing up, you know, and and you and it creates a lot of jobs and it creates a lot of wealth. I mean, uh, and of course, therefore, tax revenue, as you rightly observe. Yeah. Um, well, I, I actually um, before before joining, I, I read that um, the industry has been estimated that if it were to come to the the UK, it would be worth three hundred million million pounds. So. Is that right? Oh, well, I, yeah, hadn't, yeah. I hadn't realized that anybody had put a number on that. Yeah, yeah, no, which obviously is a, is a lot of money that can, can be, as you say, be taxed. And, and I mean, you know, people can, people, you know, marijuana is widely used in the UK anyway. So yeah. all we're doing is we're driving people to buy it illegally. And once you legalize it, <laughs> Like it, I just feel like you're going to have a less less issues with um, sort of like quality control, you know. It, it, yeah. As as you sort of like work through the chain of whatever you call it, the chain of command in selling drugs, it's people are always going to cut it up with bad ingredients, and the quality decreases, and it becomes much more dangerous to take. Mm. But all all I was going to say is that all of the cons that I can see about legalizing marijuana are, are um, to do with smoking tobacco, you know, like you were saying about the effect it can have on your lungs or the alter perception and, um, you know, stuff to do with cancer and, 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 and all of that. It's that to me is, and you know, secondhand smoke, it's all to do with smoking with tobacco. So I feel like, that's got nothing to do with cannabis at all. That's to do with an issue with, with, um, with tobacco. Um, and the only thing that I can see that as a problem is, is the argument that it's a gateway drug, which I don't. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I I, I was, I was going to call that the thin end of the wedge argument. Um, meaning that, you know, people, once they start on a soft drug like cannabis might, be more inclined to go, you know, to experiment more adventurously, uh, and and go on to things like um, obviously cocaine, um, and uh, I just uh, think that there's such a difference between those 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 two drugs, though. That I don't I don't think that I don't think that if you if you have one, it means that 
you're guaranteed to go on to the other because I well, just think, I think they're that, completely different. Yeah, that, well, that's true. But I do think that somebody who perhaps has a tendency to break the law now um, might uh, be inclined to break the, you know, if you made cannabis legal, mm. you know, they, they might be the sort of mind, have the mindset that would think, well, you know, maybe there's some kind of excitement to do with breaking the law. I don't know. But I think so. It, so I now think that you know, now that you know that I've uh, smoked cannabis, do you think that I would then go out and maybe get heroin? Uh, no, because I think you're too sensible. But that, but that, that's the logic that you're applying here. I mean, I, I don't see how it's any different from someone well, using alcohol the, as a gateway logic, drug or using tramadol as a gateway drug. The logic that I'm applying is the logic of experience, um, because that's my, my experience. But you don't have any experience. No, no, my, I do have an experience. I have a, an experience as a voyeur. I, so I, when I was at school, I saw all these people, and I told you that pretty much they were bad people anyway. Um, uh, to my mind, these, most of these people were bad people. And what I've, what I've seen with them is that a lot of them have gone on to serious drugs. And uh, some of them have died from, from um, overdosing. I don't think you can die from overdosing on marijuana, correct me if I'm wrong. No cases, no. no you can put no. yourself pretty unwell. Um, yeah. So uh, that, that, that's my only experience. However, um, from what I understand, the evidence from regions that have decriminalized cannabis have yeah. not found, have not, ha, there has not been evidence that it does in fact lead um, to more uh, users of harder drugs. That, that's, you know, Portugal, I think, is, is the, the closest to us that's, that's recently done this in recent years. And I think the I think the their experience is is positive. How many um how many uh, admittance to you know how many sort of like e er is not the right word. Oh yeah, er. Um, what was I going to try and say? I don't know. How many problems do you think er have that are to do with marijuana? I don't know. Are you, do you have an answer? Well, I would imagine it's zero. I don't have a, I don't have a fact, and I'd be very interested if anyone does, but I, I don't think that on a Friday and Saturday night, ER are dealing with marijuana overdoses. They're dealing with alcoholism. That is a much oh, sure. worse yeah. drug. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. And, and I just, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm thinking about the amount of time uh, that our emergency services are using for people that are abusing alcohol. Sorry, it's not abusing is not the right term. It's misuse. Mm. It's misuse of alcohol. But, you know, I, I, I've been into, you know, A&E loads and loads and loads of time. And there's always people that are drunk and have fallen over or have got into a fight or have done something illegal, like smashed a window. You know, most of our resources in, a and E are dealing with people that have alcohol issues, and and alcohol obviously is is legal. So um, it it just goes to show that if you, it, it's not the fact that whether you legalize something, I don't think. Um, it it's there are always people who will misuse anything. Can I can I put a 
conspiracy theory in. <laughs> <laughs> my my feeling uh, of why we're not legalizing cannabis in the UK is because of the threat it poses to pharmaceutical companies. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I think that there's there's such a massive market for pharma that it that they are threatened by the idea of a big cannabis uh, company coming in and people choosing an alternative way to self-medicate. But I mean, Absolutely. marijuana is marijuana is clearly a therapeutic which works. I mean, it works brilliantly. Yeah. For pain management, for controlling inflammation, for you know various other things that Tony's mentioned. Why would why would the big pharma companies not want to jump on the bandwagon as soon as it's legalized? They would be the best. They would be best placed um, to supply. Because I would imagine, and this is this is purely speculation, but I would imagine the production of uh, marijuana is a lot harder because it's it's a plant that you have to nurture under certain conditions. Yeah, you can only make so much. You need a lot of land to do it. It's 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 a but much have, more expensive process. But than they have tons. For, they have tons. Of, you're making my argument for me. They have tons of money. They have tons of resources. No, but it's it's not it's not the same because the it's it's more expensive to make than it is to make the the pills that they're making. So I'm saying it's a much quicker process, a much easier, quicker process for them to make, uh, you know, a, a pill than it is to make cannabis. It's so it's so popular and it does so well when it's legalized in financial terms that I cannot think that they would not want to jump on it. And, and I uh, guess also the value the value would be lower if it was through the NHS than it would be if they are producing it and selling it illegally because it's always going to have a higher ticket price. People who smoke it are willing to pay a premium price for it. I think like an eighth and an eighth yeah. of weed costs something like twenty five quid. Yeah, that's more expensive than they're going to get if they prescribe it through. You know, I think through, through the NHS. I think the reason that it's not legalized is 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 not um, to do with your theory, I don't think. I think it's to do with simply an old-fashioned attitude, um, you know, a sort of puritanical puritanical thinking. I mean, I've heard Peter Hitchens, you may both, I don't know whether you're both familiar with who that is, uh, but he's, you know, he he's a... I, I saw him interviewing the guy who was the guy on Friends who was um, who had a drug problem. I can't remember the name of the guy, but um, famous guy uh, from from Friends who I um, who was Chandler. Who, is it Chandler? I Matthew think it, Perry. Yeah, I think is I that? think that I think it was Matthew Perry, and and he's had a drug problem, and he, I saw him being interviewed. I think it might have been on something like Newsnight with Peter Hitchens. And, uh, you know, Perry was making the argument, you know, that we, should, we shouldn't be treating drug addicts like criminals. We should be treating them. We shouldn't be locking them yes. up. And, and Hitchens, you know, to me, just came over as a really obnoxious. I think his views are very obnoxious on this. Um, mm. But I can see that they come from a place of, I mean, he's a, you know, he's a sort of theist, a strong theist. And, uh, and, uh, and I think it's this kind of puritanical thinking and that, you know, it, it's just, it just would be a terrible thing for society to, to legalize it. And I think he is blind um, 
he's blind to the sound arguments for legalization. And people, there are a lot of people like that. There, there are a lot of people who, who think that legalizing cannabis would send the wrong message. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, like, it's really interesting how we view addiction in so many different ways, even though it is essentially the same thing. You know, you can be addicted to shopping. You can be addicted to, um, you know, like uh, obsessively cleaning your house or, you know, doing things in multiples of three. And you can be addicted to drugs and you can be addicted yes. to eating or not eating. But we have yes. very different perceptions of which ones are acceptable and which ones aren't and which ones we should shame. That's, and well, that's well argued. I, 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 I totally agree with you. Yeah, I think, I think that, that, that is quite right. But to my mind, you know, having had some experience um, of um, people who've had alcohol, really serious alcohol problems, um, I don't think dealing with them, and I think Peter Hitchens would probably be in favour of locking them up too. I think if you pressed him, he probably would be. Uh, but I doubt, from what I've seen, these people need treatment. They need help. Yeah. And, I think that, and I think that's what we should be doing. Yeah, there are certainly very drugs. Lots, of, lots of cases, especially in countries like uh, Denmark um, and Norway, that uh, with rehabilitation over punishment when it comes to uh, addiction and, and drug usage. Sure. Um, they... They have a lot of. There's a lot of strong evidence to suggest that it's a lot more effective in preventing drug abuse. Um, and you can you see that how ineffective the punishment side of um, treating people drug use in America. I mean, they have. I think it's like one percent of their population in prison just because of how they how they treat uh, how they treat drugs and and other and other than various addictions and stuff like that. And yet they're, they're probably further ahead on, on this issue. Um, that's that's not, true. Not everywhere, but in, you know, in the more progressive places like California and Colorado, they seem to be quite a long way, well, a lot, yeah, well, a lot, further, a lot further ahead than we are. Sorry, Ben, you were going to say. Well, I was going to say, you, you, you say that, but in, a, in, a whole, in America as a whole, it's, I don't think that's, that's the case because... I read uh, in 2016 they arrested over half a million people just purely on um, uh, marijuana uh, consumption, which is more than uh, the number that they arrested for um, violent crimes, in fact. Well, so well yeah, I mean, America is a vast place. So you have, places like, Cali you have places like California, which are sort of, you know, very progressive, well, well, way ahead. But you've also got places like Alabama and... You know, <laughs> you, you've got places like it, you know, Utah, where we, you know, in, in, uh, I don't want to be rude because I do know places, people from all these places. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the, some of them are like, it's like going back in, I can remember there's a, there's a, there's a, an airline called Southwest in, in, uh, in the United States. And they've always had this reputation for sort of, you know, being a bit jokey when they do the announcements. Uh, they they really started that trend on aeroplanes, you know, that they're, when they're oh, making right, yeah. announcements. And I remember one of the things that they did is you you're landing in uh, the, the the guy the flight attendant would say, "We are now landing in Salt Lake City, Utah. Set your back your watches back twelve years." <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so, That's uh, funny. Yeah. That's good. So anyway, uh, we, we've come to the end of our time. So just f very finally, uh, I think we're probably all in agreement that it should be legalized, aren't we? Yes, I, I think so. I mean, obviously, yeah. how, how that's done probably has to be careful. Yeah, that, that's, that, <laughs> yeah. that's the one issue, I, I think. Uh, but, uh, but I think, you know, the, in principle, I think we, we all feel that, um, that, that that's the case. Anyway, uh, thank you both very much. Uh, thank you to our dear listeners for uh, listening to us today. And we, we very much want to hear your views on this topic. Uh, so please do uh, do the normal things. Uh, send us a message. Go to our Facebook page at www.reeducatingdad.com. That will take you directly into our Facebook page. Um, you can uh, let us know if you would like to see us recording uh, this episode. If you send us a message, we will send you a video link. We don't do that as a matter of course because we like to encourage people to listen to us on their favorite podcast platform because that's help helps with our our audience figures um, but uh, we're still very happy to to send you a link also you can use your smart speaker um, i've got one in this um, home office so i'm not going to say the name of it otherwise it'll start talking back at me but you can say to your um your smart speaker play re-educating dad podcast and it will uh, do that for you um, so uh, thanks ever so much everybody and we look forward to uh, talking to you again next week bye for now everybody bye from me bye bye bye